0: Hello, Internet, and welcome back to Antiheroes Anonymous, or welcome for the first time, if it's your first time joining us. I'm Ethan, and I'm the Dungeon Master for this 5th edition Dungeons & Dragons show. Hi, I'm Nick. I play Embers the tabaxi monk.
1: Hi, I'm Kay. I play Elwyn, the elvish druid.
2: Hi, I'm Melissa, and I play Teppence Wayzaker, and she's a pixie
3: bard.
4: Hi, I'm Zach, and I play Vert, the changeling artificer.
5: Hi, my name's Jordan Michael Whidbey, and I'm playing as Yerdad Therad full orc cleric who is the most supportive life cleric you've ever met.
0: Previously on Anti-Heroes Anonymous, uh, the anti-heroes earned the deed to a keep in Amberharth, Or not the anti-heroes, the Silver Seekers is the group name. Uh, earned the deed to a keep in Amberharth, and they are currently headed north to their new home. A stop in Twin Towns lasted several days as the seekers dealt with threats to the locals, uh, as well as a group of bounty hunters who were hired to capture Rook, uh, who is formerly known as Prince Vertnor of Vagma. Uh, on the way to Fimir, which is the home of the largest library in the Empire, as well as the host to RomCon, um, which a couple of the party members are hoping to attend. They dealt with a saber-toothed lion drake uh, and heard disquieting rumors of a disaster in Amber Hearth, um, which actually led to its populace evacuating. Um, however, the most unsettling of all the events on their road to Fymir was Elwyn's encounter with a being known as the Weaver, um, who made some uh, not-so-subtle accusations against Elwyn's patron, the Masked Lady. And so that is where we are going to pick up uh, today's episode. The group of you had um, basically in your wagon come within sight of the city of Fymir. However, there's a long line of you know, fellow travelers outside of the gate um, who seem to be sort of stopping and talking to guards at the gate before going in. Um the gates themselves are set into these massive stone walls on the outside of the city and they are flanked by what look like statues of stone giant warriors just these 20 30 foot tall massive stone statues uh guarding each of the gates and as you kind of look you can see that there are a number of gates in the walls and each one of them is flanked by a set of these stone giant statues um, and eventually the, uh, after a little bit of a wait in the line, um, the group of you get to the front and you can see Imperial Wardens there at the gate, um, greeting pretty much everyone who comes in. And one of them comes running over. It's just this sort of, um, like pimply youth with kind of sandy blondish hair. Um, it comes running over, uh, trotting towards the group of you in across the muddy street. Uh, hi hi um we just need to i need i need to record uh you know names and a purpose for everyone coming into the city uh
1: well sure um my very important job
0: well Well, thank you it is an important job
2: aren't you a
0: little young he kind of like rubs his eyes are are you a pixie you are you a fairy
2: Yeah.
0: Wow. I've never seen Old anyone like you before. Uh, well, I'm 18. I'm 18. Uh, I, I had to get a job. Um, I, hey, we're off topic here. I need just names and a purpose.
3: Yes.
1: Uh, Thank you. My name is Lady Elwyn Amalos. hmm
0: mm-hmm.
1: Heir to House Amalos, Minister of the Old Faith and Shepherd of the Tundra. And this uh, is my you, entourage.
0: Could you say that just a little bit more slowly, please?
1: <laughs> of course. Elwyn Amalos. Mm-hmm. Heir to House Amalos, Minister of the Old Faith, and Shepherd of the Tundra.
0: Right, OK. Owen yes. Amalos, this is...
3: got it. Yes,
1: that's correct. Yes, and this is my entourage. We're passing through on our way north. We thought we'd take in the city, since it's the capital of Surgil and all. We've heard right. fantastic things about this place.
0: Well, yeah, it's a great city. Um, can, can I get everyone else's names real quick as well?
4: So I should probably disclose my disguise at this point.
0: Yeah, what do you look like? All
4: right, so um, last time we were saying that I would have been prepping everybody on what I'm going to take on and what I'm going to do, but this time I'm going to be like a brownish, amber-colored hair dwarf named Cole Coldlake who goes by Coco. (laughs) And um, I will... uh, What's the word? I'll, I'll... make my armor shift to look like the... So they had like, Hammer Priests in mm-hmm. Rhyme and then the... did they have any other, like, armor styles? Because I could match that, right?
0: Yeah, I mean, their warriors would have had armor that you could kind of match the stylings of, for sure.
4: Are, are Hammer Priests, like, very well known outside of Rhyme or is it just kind of like...
0: Uh, yeah, because th- that's just a position within the Church within of Moradin. Ordin?
4: Okay. Yeah.
0: Uh the rhyme strand dwarves their armor had a lot of like fur and stuff like that, but you've got a disguise kit, so you could definitely you know put furs and things like that on the armor to help you emulate their style
4: okay, so I'll do that, and uh so yeah, I'll say, well, I'm Cole, cold lake
0: just like writing that down and
6: then embers embers of white ash.
2: I'm Teppin
0: Zweisaker. Right. And uh, you said you're just passing through town, uh, doing anything while you're here?
1: Oh, I was thinking about stopping at the Argent... Ar, Ar, what is it called? Ar, Arginium, Argent Athenaeum. That thing. Athenaeum. Yep. It's right.
0: <laughs> right. Okay. Uh, well, that's, um, you know, right in front of the entrance to Mount uh, Scorstein, So uh, it should be easy enough for you to get there. Um he kind of like takes a peek in the wagon and sees just a bunch of books in there. It's like, all oh, right, heading to the library. That makes sense. Um, all right. Well, I think everything checks out here. Uh, and he just kind of like steps back and uh, begins to let the group of you pass. Um, and as the wagon starts to roll forward, you hear, hold it. Hold just right there. One moment. Uh, and a superior officer comes running up behind this uh, youth. Um. And says, "Let me let me get a look at that list of names." And kind of takes the the clipboard from the youth, and uh reads down it. You could see sort of a, a realization dawning on their eyes. um And this person insight comes check. over. Check. Yeah,
1: insight okay. Do insight it. check. Insight fucking insight check. it. Using my fucking skill. All right. I don't press any of my dies Let's go. Oh yeah! I
3: rolled really well for the first time ever. <gasps> 26.
0: Um, It looked like when this person came running up, um, there was some sort of like recognition in their eyes. And it seems like reading the list of names kind of confirmed that for them.
1: Said something about, okay, like, is it? Words are real hard right now, you guys. good recognition? Like, oh, Kaleo asked us to look out for these guys? These are the guys that helped us in Port Horizon Shroud? Or is it bad recognition? Like, this is the party that was with
0: (laughs) with the motherfucking rook? Yeah, you rolled high. It looks like, um, from this guard's demeanor, it doesn't look like the group of you are in any sort of trouble. Okay. Uh, It looks like more of the, the good side of recognition.
1: All right. All right.
0: Um, yeah and that that uh commanding officer comes trotting over to the wagon. Excuse me. Sorry. Um listen. Uh we've uh we we were actually told the group of you were coming. You're the Silver Seekers, correct?
3: Yeah, okay. check right. Uh
0: we actually thought you'd arrive in town um you know earlier than this. Uh but uh you know Legit Kalea bird Bergcrus- Crusher, she um uh, you know, gave the warden special orders that if the group of you came through, you were to be, um, you know, escorted to wherever your purposes were in the city. Uh, you know, well, and shown, shown you every that luxury.
1: Be... That's very kind, but I, I assure you that won't be necessary.
0: I don't are think you we're sure? going to spend can... that much
1: time in the city anyway. But I appreciate we can easily the offer, have
0: someone right? show you the way to the library. Uh, show you around the train systems. Uh, it can be a little bit complicated.
6: Been here before. I know the way.
1: You are the woman.
0: This person is uh, looks like they're battling against um, their instincts because you know they were given an order. But roll yeah. a persuasion check, whoever one of you wants to, and you can have advantage because you work together.
1: But I I should probably do it. Though. Yeah, why don't I yeah. help you?
3: <laughs> <laughs> okay,
1: okay. Oh, another good roll, another twenty six. Okay, killing it right from the start. Okay.
0: Only go downhill from here, yeah. So the guard kind of gives a nod and says, All right, well, um, if you've been here before, but uh, just know that you can approach any of the wardens you see in the city, um, let them know who you are. They should be aware uh, about the thing you know that things you did to help the city of Port Horizon Shroud, um, and that the legate is in your debt. So, um, just anything you need, just ask, and uh, yeah, welcome to Fymir kind of steps back and lets you in
1: very kind of you thank you so much what was your name
0: oh uh <laughs>
1: well Dickory, it has been a pleasure meeting you and i will be sure to remember that in case uh people start asking questions
0: uh well i mean i'm, I'm just a gate captain so i i don't know how much
1: but your hospitality oh. will be remembered that's what i'm trying thank to
0: you say. thank you i appreciate that uh, enjoy your time in the city
3: thank you um, very much
0: and then as your wagon begins to roll forward um anyone who wants to can make a perception check oh yeah yes is it
1: what what's the weather like
0: the, weather, the weather like today is yeah. actually a pretty clear it um kind of like the weather was here today just like a nice sunny clear day
1: sunny disadvantage yeah. then got
6: it i got a 24. Because, for maybe obvious and understandable reasons, Embers isn't watching these wardens like a
4: hawk. Mm-hmm. I got a natural twenty, which is also a
3: nine.
0: A um, actually, Kay, you probably wouldn't have to roll for disadvantage on this one since it's more of a hearing thing. Well, if you had a better I roll, shit
1: for both of them. So I think it was either a nine or a okay. That's my perception. It nine was a, a thirteen.
0: Well, uh, Embers and Coco definitely noticed um as the wagon is kind of trundling forward um you can hear captain dickory uh saying to that uh you know pimply sandy-haired youth uh be sure to dispatch a messenger drake to Kalea. let her know the silver seekers have arrived just in case she wants to know um let her know we offered them you know assistance but they were said they were fine on their own so uh, and, yeah, Dickory kind of gives a salute, or not Dickory, the uh, sandy-haired youth gives a salute and then runs off. That could have gone a lot worse.
1: Really mad that Elwynn didn't hear it, because I'm tempted to lean over to Tuppence and say, wants to go chase another messenger, Drake. Through the sky to steal the message.
4: But, Actually, yeah. can I can I lean in when he says that? I overheard <laughs> him and say something. And I'll, I'll just say... Oh, and don't worry about telling the Legget about us. We want it to be a surprise.
0: Okay, roll a persuasion check.
4: Alright. Let's see, persuasion. Alright. I'm not even joking what I just rolled, but I got another natural twenty. Another, okay. Yeah.
0: <laughs> uh okay. Yeah, you you lean out of the cart and kind of say that and um Dickery just kinda of, like looks back at you and then back at the the youth and just kind of gives a dismissing wave to the youth who goes then back to um you know checking out the carts and things coming in behind you.
1: Smooth. All right. I will just drive the wagon into the city. Smooth like okay. cocoa. Yep. Uh
0: you find yourselves in sort of the southern half of um, the biggest city you've been in since Port Horizon Um, In a lot of ways, there are similarities to, you know, this big city and, and the one you were in last. But um, this city seems to be mostly built on a slope, kind of on the foothills of this mountain, um, what the youth called uh, Mount Skorstein, I think. Um, so it's kind of on a consistent slope. And you can see... Um, As you kind of, you know, wind your way through the roads, there are channels in the street that all seem to be headed um, a specific direction. uh, And they seem to have a slight flow of water in them at the moment. And embers, you would know that these all lead to the reservoir. Um, The idea is that like ice melt from the mountain uh, comes down and fills the reservoir each year. What would you like to do now that you're in the city?
1: I reckon we ought to find a place to uh, park the wagon and secure some lodging for the night and then we could go off to our individual business. I don't know um, about the rest of y'all but I know that uh, I would like to visit the the library and do some research. I have quite a few things that I'd like to look into while we're here.
3: Um, If it's I understand your reluctance, uh,
6: Coco, to um, not to drop in on uh, Kalev right away. But it's something we should do at some point, if only to avoid casting further suspicion on
3: ourselves. Yeah, we can do that once we're situated. Yeah, and uh, you don't necessarily have to come with us being a new member to the party and all. Mm -hmm. Maybe I'll uh, on
0: that. The group of you can see that Torin is positively beaming about something over in the corner. Just has a big, stupid, dragon-toothed grin on his face.
6: <laughs> is there something you'd like to do here, Tor? Hmm.
0: What? No. I was. Uh, I was just thinking. I'm. I'm proud of myself. I kept my mouth shut the entire <laughs> time.
1: You know, I was going to compliment you on that, but I didn't want to hurt your feelings.
0: The only thing I said was my name. Other than that, kept it shut. He Very good. A, a proud nod.
1: Very reassuring.
2: <laughs> well, Embers, you said, you know, this this city. city. You know, where a, a great, wonderful, exciting inn we could stay at, where I could just sing. I want to sing.
6: Uh, do I need to like roll a history check or something here?
0: No, you know, you know, plenty of inns yeah. and taverns around here.
6: Yeah, that's that's the part of the city I'm most familiar with.
2: Great, we'll test you to pick a fun one. All right, pick a
1: rowdy uh, one. Pick a loud one.
6: Uh, sure, we can do that. Loud and rowdy, it is.
1: You no, know, <laughs> that's actually a great idea, Tuppence. I think it'll be easier to lay low at a place like that.
0: Um, um I don't have like a a list of taverns mm-hmm. and tap rooms in the city, sure. uh, but. You make your way to one that Embers has been in before, uh, kind of park the wagon out front. Uh, It's probably like a slightly seedy rundown place, but you can hear it's already raucous on the inside.
4: Can it be called the Hill House?
0: No. (laughs) 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 It's like the the Rusty Nail or something like that. The
1: speed with which he turned that down.
0: It's like the rusty nail or something like that for okay. sure. Uh
6: well this is uh this is one of the many rowdy loud patterns in town.
1: I would like to roll an insight check on Ambrose. Okay. Just to get a read on her disposition and kind of comfort level now that we're in the city. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah,
6: go for it. I'll, I'll roll a counter deception check, why not?
1: <laughs> I mean, that's only an 18, so.
6: Only an 18? Yeah. What? Yeah. Well, I rolled a 9 on my deception. <laughs> um, you can... It's not what you get from Embers' demeanor. It's not that she's not excited about going to a loud and rowdy tavern. She doesn't quite remember which one she's still welcome in.
1: Have you told us before that you are banned from some places or is that just meta knowledge no
6: that's kind of just meta knowledge
1: okay so so excited but a little bit trepidatious ish Mm -hmm. okay um yeah then i'll just pocket that information for later thank you
0: um the group of you make your way into the rusty nail and um, kind of one by one, file in, and as soon as you know the the barkeep kind of you know greets each of one of you as you're coming in and like starts getting glasses and things like that ready, uh, but as soon as uh, they see embers, it's just out now. I didn't. I just didn't points know. to the door.
6: I just got here.
0: And then they point sure behind the bar, and there's a like series of portraits. Uh, poorly drawn but one of them is clearly a tabaxi woman and uh there's some resemblance to embers and he says uh the bartender says my dad drew that made sure i knew it was important this woman ever comes back she can't come in
2: you know you would have weighed Uh, a lot of money
1: on us so
3: he just
0: kind of points again towards the door i'm out all right the trepidation
1: makes sense now
2: (laughs) right Uh, i guess um we would have gotten botulism there anyway the rusty nail
1: whatever yeah perhaps there's a a little bit nicer place we can stay
0: yeah you make your way over to the squeaky chair um (laughs) And it is exactly the same experience. Uh, As soon as the door opens and, you know, embers is shown there, um, the bartender, like, like, eyes go wide, bulging, (laughs) uh, and just you are, you are, like, shown the door once again. And this process repeats over and over and over again, no matter how many taverns you stop at. All right.
6: So, you know how some people are sent to prison for crimes they didn't commit? That's
2: not me. Huh?
1: <laughs> Starting to get that impression.
2: Well, we can
1: see if some
0: resident
2: will
1: rent, or we can
2: taverns that you,
1: or inns that you didn't frequent when you were here.
0: Um,
6: <laughs> not the ones that Tuppence would be interested in. Well,
0: the other thing I'd say is even a couple of them you stopped into, some of the bar keeps would say things like, you know, word of mouth has gotten around, um, you know, and and maybe Embers didn't cause a scene at that bar specifically, but like she is a known quantity here (laughs) among pretty much like all the bar owners and and tavern owners.
1: Uh, Well, we do have that disguise kit. Mm-hmm. Um, it can only do so much. But... Uh,
4: actually, I think. Hang on a second. I have. Oh, never mind. That's self-only. It's called disguise self. Who would have thought? I'm like, ah, <laughs> yeah. I have a spell. <laughs> nope. I was gonna for say for me. For me.
3: Yeah.
6: Makeup doesn't work very well on me. I'm not interested in dyeing
3: my fur, and I'm very tall. Um. Mm.
2: Uh, the only thing I can help with is I can cast invisibility on you, but it just lasts an hour.
6: We'll keep looking. There's I bound think... to be somewhere. Some maybe in a different district. Year. Maybe.
0: Um, do you want to ask around about, uh, you know, places someone might be able to stay that aren't, you know, Let's... seedy taverns and bars and things like that? Yeah. All right, someone can um, roll, I guess, a survival or like a, um, I don't know, just some kind of charisma check, like a persuasion check. I'll leave it up to you.
3: Um, oh, hold on, though,
1: before I... we roll oh. anything, because of my noble background, and like this uh-huh. shit never comes up ever in DD, but <laughs> my noble background feature. Says the common folk make every effort to accommodate you and avoid your displeasure, so I can be the one that spearheads trying to find a place, okay, and use this,
0: yeah, to my benefit. Um, So, Elwin, when you start asking around, um, you hear one thing come up repeatedly, um. And it's, it's basically like, since you're using, uh, you know, your noble background, it, people are giving you like the prime place to stay in the city. And it comes up over and over and over again in many people's recommendations. Uh, this place called Tasha's Tap Room. Uh, apparently, it was originally just like a single tap room, but uh, it's owned by a very successful, um, you know, brewing and... Um uh you know like uh basically like a, a brewing clan of dwarves um and uh it has basically sprung up into a luxury hotel.
1: What are the odds that they have heard of you and will' turn you at, away at the door embers.
6: If things have been going I would give it a 70-30 shot.
1: Well let's
2: try it and um, if your nobility shenanigans don't work I can always cast suggestion. See how that goes too. That's true. <laughs> That's true. Who are we kidding? You can charm the spots off of the ladybug. Come on. It'll
1: work. I can. I can certainly try. Anyway, let's let's go check it out.
0: Okay, um, you make your way there, and it's kind of back the way you came, because um, it's sort of back by the gate you actually entered the city in. Um, but eventually, you find it, and it is this uh, like ten or twelve-story building. So it like towers up above most of the other buildings nearby. Um, and it definitely has like that sort of chic, modern look to it, rather than, um, so, so it's like it stands out against the rest of the, the buildings in this very old city. Um, it even, I would say, has a electric light sign on the front that says Tasha's Taproom. Um, and yeah, it's got a set of double doors there leading inward.
1: So I will waltz walk in. I will put on my best noble air and I will waltz in with everyone else like two or three steps behind me. At Does this point, it smell like brownie? <laughs> Your noble air? <laughs> <heir>? You're <laughs> the one that smells like brownie, not me.
6: <laughs> Gross. At this point, like, Embers is like walking around with like her tail between her legs, just like cringing and trying to make herself look small.
1: Oh, oh poor Embers. But yeah, I'll waltz right in, right up to the front desk or whatever.
0: Okay. Yeah, you walk in, and it's basically like a fancy hotel lobby. Um, There's like sitting areas, and there's like one of those glass chandeliers hanging up above, and there's a little concierge desk. uh, And the person there, who's in a very nice, um, you know, black and white suit, um, you know, uh, sees you coming and kind of gestures you over that way. Yes, hello. Welcome to Tasha's Room. How can I help you?
1: Thank you. Thank you. My name is Lady Elwyn Amalos, Heir to House Amalos, Minister of the Old Faith and Shepherd of the Tundra, and this is my entourage, and we would like to secure a room for a few nights, if that would be possible.
0: Well, that is uh, quite the mouthful for a name, but uh, (laughs) this should be possible. Um, (laughs) And uh, the person kind of... Every time. The person kind of looks around at the group of you, and as you've sort of grown to expect, Eyes go a little wide uh, when they see Embers, uh, and he just says, uh, just one moment, please. I must consult with um. manager.
1: Oh, I really don't think manager. that would be necessary.
0: I would be right back. Uh, and the, the basically just bustles out of the room.
6: I'm so sorry, everybody.
1: I'm going to get us out of this. Don't worry about it, honey. It'll be fine.
0: Uh, and you guys have to wait maybe about five minutes uh, before this person comes back uh, and basically, just returns to the desk. But they're uh, shortly followed by a uh, dwarven fellow um, with that sort of short, stocky build. This this dwarf is a little bit, uh, you know, thinner for a dwarf. Um, dark skin, a, a very like well manicured beard, um, hair in braids that is shaved on the sides, but it kind of flops over uh, to one side. And this person is dressed impeccably. Um, And he walks up and says, hello, uh, I'm Tashawn Froth-Tankard. You can call me Tasha. Uh, I've heard of the group of you. Uh, I I, I assume you know my cousin Nora?
1: Nora, yes. I was going to ask if there was any relation. What a relief to find a family member out here. Well, you're actually lucky
0: um, lucky you've stumbled into my tap room and not, you know, one of my family's. Uh, I'm about the only cousin who still talks to Nora, but um, we won't get into the family business. Uh, Any friends of Nora's Nora's are welcome in my establishment, um, of course, uh, free of charge. Nora's told me excellent things about the group of you.
1: Well, that is really too kind to Sean, really. It is such a pleasure to meet you.
0: It's a pleasure to meet all of you. Uh, And he goes around and kind of gives... Um, you know, handshakes to to each and every one of you. Coco, pleasure to meet you. Uh, Lady Elwyn Amalos uh, is an absolute delight. Um, Elwyn
1: is fine. Thanks.
0: Yeah, uh, and you're basically, uh, you know, introductions are made. Um, and then Tashan says, well, um, listen, I, I am a little bit short on rooms at the moment. Can the group of you share one or would you require two? Uh, with you know rom being postponed, many of the uh VIPs and uh frankly, many of the guests from out of town are actually staying here at the tap room. So uh I am quite booked with uh you know that being delayed, but um, I should be able to get at least one room for the group of you if that's all right.
1: I think one one should be fine. Two would be ideal, but one is fine.
0: Okay. He then nods to uh, you know the concierge um, and just says, uh, "Please uh, go prepare their room for them, and uh, I'll take them. I'll take them back to the tap room, get them situated with a couple of drinks, and uh, you let me know when the room's ready." Uh, and that person just basically says, "Yes, sir. Very well," and runs away. Uh, and then Tushan kind of gestures you further inward into the hotel.
4: How do you spell Tushan?
0: Uh, it's T-A-S-H-A-W-N.
4: A-W-N, okay, thanks.
0: Yep. And then Froth Tankard.
2: So Tuppy's gonna fly over and land on Embers' shoulder and says, See, we went through all that just to meet Deshaun. Everything happens for a reason, and isn't this place great?
6: Well, it's very upscale. Um, I'm sorry that they don't seem to have anywhere for you to play.
2: <sighs> That's okay. I'll sing out in the street, get it all out. You know me.
6: Maybe you could go some evening and find a
2: place without me. Ah, it's not that big a deal. Then she goes, la, 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 (laughs) la.
0: As you're saying that, though, Sean leads you uh, further inward. And you can actually see why it's called Tasha's Taproom, because the fancy hotel is built around a structure which is very much a classic, um, you know, uh, this era tap room, um, and as soon as you walk into it, it's basically just like, I mean, it's it's cleaner than your your average CD bar, but um, the vibe is still preserved there, and there is a place where a bard could perform in there, um, and Tashawn actually steps behind the bar himself. Uh, there is a bartender there, but he kind of pushes the bartender out of the way and uh, says, well, what can I get for you? Uh, we have a number of uh, specialty cocktails, but uh, we also have all the regular stuff. So,
1: Please do enlighten us on those specialty cocktails.
6: You still do refinery fizzies here?
0: Uh, we do. Uh, technically, that one's owned by uh, the fizzy, but um, you know we can serve it and just not call it what it is. All How's right. that? Um, yeah, so Tashawn will kind of whip one of those up for you. There's a lot of shaking involved in a fine fizzy, I assume. Mm-hmm. um He will list off those specialty cocktails since you asked. uh hold on
3: you can't
1: just dangle that carrot in front of us and not expect us to go out. No, I know it. I
0: have notes on it. um <laughs> He says. Here at the, the taproom, uh, I kind of made a name for myself with uh, cocktails that infuse with coffee. I do a little bit of, um, you know, work with uh, fine coffees as well. So let's see. Um, ah, yes, here we go. Uh, we have the Tasha's Caustic Cold Brew, uh, which is a, you know, cold brew coffee with some cream, bourbon, a little bit of maple syrup in there. Uh, we have the Tasha's Hideous Laughter, which will guarantee to get you laughing, laughing. Uh, That one's coffee and vanilla-infused tequila. Uh, And we have the Tasha's Mind Whip, which I recommend if you're looking to get out of your mind, um, which is a, a cream liqueur, a coffee liqueur, vodka, rum, and tequila.
4: Wow. Wow.
1: Wow. I'll try the cold fruit.
4: Me too.
0: Uh, he begins mixing those. Does Tuppence want anything?
2: Um, can I just have the cold brew with a little cream? No, no funny stuff.
0: You've got it. And he begins mixing all of those things. Uh, and as he's working on that, you get a, your chance to look around the tap room. Uh, and it's pretty much empty at this hour of the day, um, though there are a few hotel guests kind of leisurely sipping on uh, cocktails or coffee drinks of their own. Um but there is, I would say, one gentleman uh, also at the bar. Um, and Jordan, do you want to describe what your dad looks like?
5: Yeah, uh, so you see a very large uh, middle-aged orc, uh, kind of brownish-green skin, more brown than green, uh, in, uh, in uh, scale, uh, scale male armor. With a big tabard, uh over it uh, of Bahamut. Uh, you can also see a big uh, Bahamut holy symbol on him. And across his back, uh, he has a, uh, a clubstone bat. Uh, and you can also see a number of, uh, like, he has a backpack and it looks very disheveled. And they're just random, like, papers that are looking like they're falling out of him. Uh, and he's got, he's got some, uh, some short black, uh, straight hair that he's trying to slick back and trying to hide that his hair is, is definitely going, uh, as well as going gray. Uh, and he's got like, he, you can see that he's very powerfully built, uh, but he definitely has a bit of a paunch.
0: Um, and yeah, uh, for, for your dad's reference, uh, it's been kind of a boring day so far. Um your traveling companion and son uh, is obviously off at the temple, um, pursuing clerical duties, as he often does. Um, mm-hmm. So you find yourself pretty much uh, stuck at the hotel where the Arjun Athenaeum has um, you know, put you up while you are waiting for Rom-Con to start for so that you can use those vacation days at long last. Um, and finally, after hours of Nothing exciting happening. A group of in- interesting looking travelers wanders in. Uh, do you guys want to describe yourselves real quick? Just a, a quick description for Jordan?
6: Sure. I gave a little bit of a sketch earlier when I said that I was so a white fur, very tall, uh lady. Uh, but I'm also wearing, I've got like very thick fur and uh, like raggedy tunic that's
1: been patched up a lot. I'll go next then. Um, Yeah, I am very short (laughs) in comparison. (laughs) Uh, Little elvish, uh, willowy-figured woman um, with slate blue skin uh, and pearlescent white hair that's up in this really kind of messy, like, attempt at a noble updo, but, like, it's just falling out all over the place. Um, Her prominent... Features are probably the uh, ice like crystalline circlet that she wears and her two different colored eyes. She's got uh, one ice blue and one gold eye.
3: Go ahead, Melissa.
2: Okay. Tuppy is um, shorter than you, (laughs) (laughs) Elwyn. She's a little tricky. Pixie Bard and she wears like really um, billowy flimsy kind of flowing dresses and she's got kind of very light um, wings that uh, the wings are kind of they're pointed at the end they're more like a butterfly's wings but not as rounded they're more um, delicate and she's got blonde hair with one kind of lilac streak in it. She loves flowers and she loves to sing.
0: She's got a tattoo now too.
2: Yeah, um, it'll wink out on your, on her thigh. It's a it's a um, iris. It's new, brand new.
4: And uh, Coco is a like kind of brownish amber colored dwarf, stoutly built. He has like worker's hands. You can see some calluses and stuff. Nice thick braided beard, ponytails uh and um yeah and then like a suit of armor uh i don't know what rimestrand's like colors are
0: uh like like a light blue okay. probably white as well
4: so yeah adorning colors of a towns from uh south of Firemere. uh
0: and then the other uh beings who are part of this retinue there is a uh white scaled dragonborn among them, who's just got this like big toothy grin on his face. Uh, and he's got a big shield across his back, like a big old tower shield type thing. Uh, though I guess it's round. No, no, I think it is a tower shield. Sorry, my bad. Um, and he's got a big long sword, uh, you know, at his hip. Um, he also wears, um, I don't think he wears full plate, but um, very heavy looking armor. Um, All the classic hallmarks of a fighter. And then kind of riding on his shoulder is this uh, sort of, you know, uh, green and sort of creamish, uh, yellowish, uh, scaled Drake, um, who is just uh, got a paunch belly, you know, to match uh, your odds. And this Drake is definitely like looking around this room, surveying for something. And that's what you see.
5: Uh, your dad I, I forgot to mention your dad uh has has a a drink to the side of him that just looking at it you can feel the whiskey um <laughs> and he's got his nose buried in a book yeah I
3: think can we I would...
1: see sorry can we see what book from here like can we see the cover of the book from here I, I mean like probably of it's, romance.
5: it's starlight sovereign
3: <laughs>
1: okay
0: just by lawrence uh what's his name right
5: uh, star pike yeah star pike yep yeah i read <laughs> my notes
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh at this point uh Tishon probably finishes mixing up those drinks Kind of sets them all in front of you and says, "All right, uh, I have to attend to some business. Um, one I of my one.
6: I had a question for you. Sorry.
0: Yes, uh, I've I've got to run, but I'll take one question real quick.
6: Um, is it all right if Malt stays here instead of in our room?
0: Uh oh, <laughs> uh, he looks up at Malt as if noticing him for the first time. Oh, uh, Malt, I haven't seen you since you were just a little thing. Um. Yeah, of course, Malt, you're welcome to any kind of like gestures up at the rafters. I I know your deal. Uh, And Malt just kind of like gives uh, an appreciative nod and says, Mm, thank you. And then uh, flaps his way up to the rafters where he begins to position himself over uh, various other patrons of the bar so that he can overhear their conversations.
5: Did you say Malt? I haven't heard that name since I sold the tavern. What? Hello. Uh, I should introduce I should introduce myself but also, hi Malt
0: Malt kind of looks looks down at you lets out a little bit of a, a burp
5: yeah, that's about right uh, sorry, used to own a tavern, uh, the name's your dot uh, good to meet you
6: which tavern?
5: <laughs> it was Back in, uh, nope, that's where we live now.
3: That no, it was back in, uh, Kandar.
5: Uh, it was called the, it's called the three-legged
0: chair.
6: Nice, uh, nice to meet you then for the first time.
3: <laughs>
0: yeah, at that, you can see a little bit of, of recognition begin to form in, in Malt's eyes. Hmm, that's right. I think that uh Nora was visiting family. I remember. He just kind Uh, of goes back to overhearing a conversation.
1: Handar, you said? Where is do I know where that is? (laughs) Is
0: Um,
1: It's not on a map that I would know. Well a geography
0: check. I feel Uh, like I don't know that. (laughs) Uh it's probably not somewhere that Elvino would know it's not like a place of any particular importance. Um people like embers yeah, just... who have traveled yeah. a lot might know. Um, it's a city in Daegu. Mm. But it's not like it's it's not like the capital or anything like that. It's by one of uh Daegu's four major lakes, which is really sort, sort of the only uh I mean it has a couple important locations there but yeah, it's not like a huge city or anything like that
1: but I, I wouldn't know that. So I'll just say, Kandar, where's that?
5: Oh, it's a beautiful city in Daegu. You gotta love it. It's on, it's on the water. It's it's gorgeous. The fishing, amazing. But I don't know if any not, of you fish.
2: But you're not there anymore. Quite a
1: long way away, oh. by the sound of it.
5: Yeah, I'm traveling for work. Oh. Uh, well, also for work and uh and I hold up the book and uh I'm staying around for Rom-Con. Hey,
6: what happened with romcon? Why' is it delayed? Uh,
0: you know, you've been in town for a bit. You might have heard a rumor or two. Um, why don't you roll just like a, I guess just like a general charisma check, and we'll see how much you might have heard. uh,
3: yeah.
5: Great. Charisma. Definitely
0: one of his strong suits. Rolled well. 15. Uh, It's kind of been the talk of the town. Um, Though the actual details of what happened are kind of fuzzy. uh, There was a uh, meteor that struck uh, supposedly one of the towers or in one of the courtyards or something like that of the Argent Athenaeum. Uh, and they had to basically postpone to do cleanup
5: well i haven't been told a whole lot, but basically from what i've heard, uh, one of the towers got busted up by a big fiery thing. Not really sure exactly what, but uh, so they've got some cleanup duty needing to do.
3: That
1: sounds rather serious i'm I'm quite surprised we didn't hear about it on the way in.
6: Well would we who would have told us?
1: Well, we, we spoke with the uh, the guards out front and told them where we were planning to go. You'd think that they would have mentioned it. That's right. Fiery thing. I wonder if
2: it was a bomb.
5: Eh, I don't know. I don't understand science too well.
1: <laughs> I see. <laughs> what is it you do for work?
5: oh uh, i work at the library uh i like to stack all the books that (laughs) most of those most of the other people i work with can't exactly lift a whole you know bookcase uh and if things need to get moved they ask me
1: good job honest living
5: oh it's certainly good it's uh It's really only helpful so I when I travel around with your son uh, to the different temples that he wants to go to that uh, I can be mobile because I can work in just about any library with these skills. Excuse me, did you name your son your son? Well, actually, he picked that name himself.
0: Toran just kind of speaks up and says, I'm sorry, my son. Your no, son. No, no, your son.
5: Yeah, I don't. I don't have a son.
0: Gonna...
5: Well, no, that's because that's my son's name.
0: Torin just kind of like looks very confused.
5: I'll just put a drink in Torin's hand.
0: Scratches his head a little bit.
4: Just have him focus on that for a little bit.
3: Like can't
1: function right now. <laughs> <laughs> great
5: so glad that this came uh, out so quick
1: (laughs) what does uh what does your son do
5: oh he's a cleric he's studying all the all the word of bahamut and all the teachings trying to figure out how to uh get some new kinds of healing magic around uh through divine power he's so smart my kid sounds like it
2: wow that's very impressive. He's the best.
1: This is a good place for uh, worshippers of Bahamut to visit. Is there like a big temple or something here?
0: Um, there sure I is. If, I don't know if I gave you too many notes on this. There is a temple. Um, it's not, I wouldn't say it's one of the biggest ones uh, in the empire, uh, but one of the interesting things about the temples here is it's uh, part of a pair there's a temple of Tiamat and a temple of Bahamut, which are right next to each other, mm-hmm. um, and together they're collectively called the chromatallic Shrines.
3: So yeah, there. I think that's pretty interesting. It's
5: the lottery- I mean, it's. It's great. I don't really understand all the study, but uh, well your son wanted to be a cleric, so uh, I came with him. Little father-son excursion, so to speak, You know, father-son kind uh, of job
0: change.
3: Torrin because... is muttering
0: under his breath, he's like, Your son, my son? Whose son?
6: Are you also a cleric, then?
0: I
5: am. Uh, I, I, I started to study with my son, and I still keep up, but uh, he's leaps and bounds smarter than me, so I just kind of do my best. That's nice of you. Well, there's nothing I wouldn't do for my boy.
3: That's very nice of you.
5: Family's got to stick together. Yep. <laughs> sure do. So, what brings you all into town? I don't think I've seen you around.
3: Well, we
1: just got in, actually. Well, welcome we, uh, to the city. Well, thank you, thank you. We uh, we're heading north, actually, but we we thought we'd stop in, and a couple of us are also um interested in rom com. I think, but rom con, <laughs> whatever it's called. <laughs> Uh, So it's a shame to hear it got postponed. I wonder if uh, it'll start up before we have to leave.
5: Well, who's to say? I just hope that uh, not too much time passes, because if I sit too long idle without a project, I get antsy.
2: We know a lot of people like that, don't we?
5: I'll drink to that. (laughs) Raise my glass. Drinking already? Raise a glass right with you. I was just drinking heavily. <laughs>
0: um, those, those coffee uh, mixed drinks as well, they're, they're kind of intense in a lot of different ways because you can feel yourself you know, begin to buzz with the caffeine as well as um, you know, get a little bit of the alcohol buzz going on as well. Um, it's an experience. um before too long um does come back to the group of you uh and kind of hands you a a little room key it says well uh i've made sure that your room is all made up uh it should be ready for the group of you now i understand you probably have you know things you want to accomplish in the city but uh you know if you want to go check it out really quick um feel free to do so we also have a number of amenities here at the hotel um all of that should be explained in the pamphlets in your room uh but please do let me or any of the staff know if you need anything
3: of course Uh, hey uh
0: your dad can i get you anything else uh
5: yeah another one of these uh a little lighter on the coffee this time
0: Righto. Uh, I mean, do you want Thank any you. coffee in there? I can just uncork one of those, uh, you know, 100 years if you want. It's good stuff. That, that would be
5: phenomenal. I'd, but I don't want to disrespect you and what you do, because coffee drinks are your thing.
0: Well, you don't make too much of a living uh, if you don't do what the customer wants. So uh, I'm here to provide, you know, whatever you're looking for. Uh, and he goes and brings out a, uh, a bottle of whiskey uh, which has apparently been aged for a hundred years and uncorks that and pours just a little bit, you know, into there, a uh, couple fingers worth.
5: Well, thank you, Tasha. I'm sure I can handle this before I need to go report to
0: Alanis again. Uh, I'm sure you can, uh, your I'm sure you can, uh, right. I will leave the group of you in the hands of, uh, you know, the regular bartender, uh, I've got a couple management duties I need to attend to. But like I said, ask any of the staff if you need anything. Your room is ready. It's on the 10th floor. uh, And he hands you the key. Thank
1: you. Bye.
6: Hey, regular bartender. Why don't don't you serve another round of drinks for the whole room on me? (laughs)
0: Uh, The bartender kind of gives you like a wide eye. But uh, that's like right before Tashawn leaves the room. And Tashawn just kind of like gives a little bit of a shrug. Uh, right. Okay. Some of the weaker stuff. That's that's fine. Yep. Coming up, round on these guys. Uh, are there and only like yeah, a few people. Like there are only a few. People. Yeah, there aren't <laughs> okay. too many here. Um. But yeah, everyone gets their their extra drinks.
1: Uh, I have a question.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: How's my messenger Drake egg doing at this point? Uh,
0: it is. Let's see. What day is today? Today is the. Ninth of sun, by my reckoning. Um, According to the book you had on hatching messenger drakes and training them, uh, there's probably about a week or so left before this thing hatches. Okay, cool. Yeah, you're probably looking around like the 20th of sun for a hatch day.
1: Okay, I will keep that in mind. Um, If that's the case, then I'll probably want to just pop up to the room and start unloading the things that we don't need.
4: Yeah.
2: Sounds good to me.
1: Making a um, nice little nest for the egg and stuff in the room. You know.
2: Stay down if Embers doesn't want to go with and pluck around on my uh lyre for a little bit. Are you staying down, Embers?
6: Oh yeah. I'm gonna keep drinking until somebody stops me.
2: Okay. I'll keep an eye I'll keep an eye on her. <laughs>
0: Well, so you're gonna give Elwin and Coco some alone time, then, huh? <laughs> and Torin. Oh, Torin's the
1: third wheel here. Is that was
3: happening. <laughs>
0: um, no, Torin. Uh, Torin will offer to help, but if you don't really need his help, he's going to stay down here and drink as well. I think.
4: Well, so to get to the tenth floor, is it stairs, or do they have like an elevator type thing? Or
3: they would like... have
0: probably a pretty simple pulley elevator to get okay. up.
4: All right, yeah. then we probably wouldn't need him. But if it was like stairs, it'd be like, all right, maybe we should get yeah. some.
3: Uh, I'll, I'll,
1: I'll say to Torin now, Torrin, I have a very important mission for you.
0: He, his eyes go wide. I yes. like
1: take his hands. What say, is it? I think that being in the city might be a little bit overwhelming for Ambers. And I'm, I'm a little worried that she's going to make mm. some bad decisions today. So can you just stick with her and make sure she doesn't get into any trouble?
0: Right. Yeah, you can count on me. I've got it. Don't worry. He needs a good sleep. drinking buddy.
1: Someone to hold her fur back if she gets a little sick, you know, that kind of thing.
0: Well, if there are two things I'm good for, it's that and um, well, hitting stuff. So, uh, he, And you might need to do both. <laughs> he turns around and heads back into the bar.
1: Thanks, Lauren. I know we can count on you.
0: The um. When you go back to your wagon to see if um, or to, like, get any of the stuff you want to take up, uh, there are actually valets there. um, And the uh, concierge comes out and kind of greets you. Well, uh, I have been instructed to um, have these valets help you take all of your things up to your room. Uh, Is this what you would wish or do you wish to carry it yourself?
1: Oh, well, uh, we can certainly use the help, I'm sure.
0: Uh, Very well. And he kind of snaps the fingers, and um, the valets begin to get to work, kind of loading up all of the books that you have into, uh, you know, bags and things like that, and carrying them upward. It's like a whole train of valets going through the lobby, <laughs> unloading the so wagon. Work.
3: We have
4: a lot of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, we will
0: make sure that the horses are taken care of. I will take them into the stable and uh, see that they are, you know, given some oats and such as a treat. So. They will be well taken care of. We will Thank park you. your they, wagon. We
1: had a quite quite a rough journey on the way here, so spoil them a little for us, will you?
0: Of course, of course. Uh, sugar cubes all around, eh?
1: Yes, please. Nice brushing.
0: Very well, very well. Uh, please go up to your room. You will find the valets uh, waiting for you with all of your things. Thank you. All right.
1: Yeah, let's go check it out.
0: Yeah, I mean, by the time the group of you, the two of you get up to your room on the 10th floor, Um, And there are lots of windows up here, so you have kind of a grand sweeping view of the city. Um, Most of the trains within the city run underground, but there are a couple places where they uh, come over, you know, above ground and go over bridges and things like that. Uh, So you would catch a glimpse of um, one of those trains within the city kind of belching smoke forth from its, you know, smokestack. Um, uh, Yeah. And have the mountain kind of looming over the rest of the city.
2: And now we had to do a different horsing around.
1: You guys are pretty terrible. Um, no, the first thing I do when we get up to the room is I throw the window open and I take a look at the building outside to see how easily it could be scaled.
3: Mm. <laughs> to we'll make a perception an check. <laughs> sure.
1: Sure. Is this a disadvantage? Is it still super set sunny outside? Yeah, and you've got like yeah.
0: glare off the windows and things like
3: that. Cool.
1: Cool. Perception. Sweet. Oh. Uh yeah, this is uh two real bad rolls. So eight.
0: Yeah, the sun is at a place in the sky where it is like glinting off the reservoir down below, which you can see from here. It's glinting yeah. off I the windows. Close the window. It's glinting off the snow cap <laughs> on the mountain. <laughs>
3: I close it's the window all focused and
0: pull
1: right the blinds clothes and I, like, rub my head and I'm just like, that was a bad idea. You know, we probably check just look it at it tonight.
4: from the, the ground level.
1: I got too excited. This is a really cool place and I like to be up this high. Oh, um, my goodness.
0: I will say now that you're in the room, it is like a very fancy hotel room. Um, so there's like a mini bar in here. Oh, wow. Um, oh, my gosh. Let me see what else is in here. I have to go back to my amenities uh, list. Here we go. It is very fancy. Um, there's the Arch Athenaeum, where is
6: Tasha When you said you're doing some extra prep today, it was like all this hotel.
0: Uh, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> um, let's see. Um, there are pamphlets, which kind of explain the other things. Uh, it sounds like there's free breakfast buffets in the morning. Um, there's various personal care items in the room in kind of like tiny bottles, like some moisturizers, uh, some shampoos, conditioners. Uh, there are sets of bathrobes and slippers, and somehow they even managed to get a set that is tuppence sized, um, with little wing holes, clearly freshly cut out of it. Um, (laughs) Like I said, there's a kind of like a mini bar slash cocktail station in the room, um, and there is a pamphlet that details some of the other amenities. It sounds like massages are possible. There are spa treatments. Um, there's a pool. Uh, so yeah, there's plenty to do here just at the tap room alone. Uh, but one of the things I think would draw uh, Vert's attention, there is kind of uh, you know on a stand in the room there is what looks like an electronic device of some kind. It's like a a box with some dials on it.
4: Do I recognize it, or is it a total mystery?
0: Mm,
4: Or does this pamphlet help me?
0: (laughs) The pamphlet probably would have a little blurb about it, um, just because these are pretty new. But um, it basically uh, is a radio, it sounds like, as you kind of read through the descriptions there. It sounds like you can use this box uh to play music or uh it sounds like sometimes they broadcast sports. Um like uh Feimier is pretty famous for its Clubstone team. Um, great their team is I'm drawing a blank here. Jordan help me out. Uh yeah let me look in my notes. I just had it open.
5: Uh
6: oh Clubstone the Oatans. team yeah the, the Oatans. Oatans.
0: Yeah, their clubstone team is the Jotuns. Uh, and those games, you know, they play like every Saturday night or something like that.
4: Okay, yeah, I'll fiddle with the radio.
0: You kind of get like some smooth, you know, jazzy music. There's some some classical music as you kind of turn through the dials. There's like a, a talk show, um, and yeah, eventually you come to like a rerun of a one of these clubstone games. It's the Horizon Shroud Dragon Turtles versus the Feymir Um, They're in like the seventh inning. Yeah.
4: Wow.
1: That's pretty incredible.
4: Yeah, it is, isn't it? Kind of just like inspecting it, like, wow, this is pretty cool.
0: And of course, the um, you know, the front of this device bears the Thimblefoot logo, obviously. Of course it does.
4: Um so this room is remarkable and is it also like just how many beds are there? Like There's there's two, Uh,
0: and the other thing I should mention is uh, this hotel is fully equipped with, like, electric lighting, Mm. and it seems like indoor plumbing, too, as well. So, this place is fancy.
4: Yeah, shoot. So, there's two beds. Okay. Could we fit another bed here, if we had to, or is, like... There's always well, one big I mean, room, like how's it? um,
0: it looks like there were you know some extra blankets and pillows and stuff provided in one of the closets for your you know spare members
4: mm. okay, all right, well, this is a pretty cool place. shoot,
3: yeah. yeah, um,
1: I guess I'm gonna get to work making a little like cocooning nest out of blankets for the. Drake egg safe place in the room to leave it so I don't have to worry about it being on my person the whole time, making sure it's nice and warm. Um, And yeah, do you want to go to the library today? Check out the Athenaeum today, or do you want to? What time is it?
4: Yeah, I was going to say, what time of day is it? Uh, It's probably
0: (laughs) still before noon. You guys got here. Yeah, I mean,
4: we have time. Might as well. Yeah. Not like we can go to any convention. (laughs)
3: Your dog just
0: little... drinking at the bar before noon.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's well we all it's my day off. off. What do you want?
1: <laughs> we all are day drinking. Um yeah, uh, I'm a little worried about Ambers.
4: Yeah. Um well I mean we'll just make sure that we're with her.
1: That Someone's with her.
0: Yeah. Speaking of embers i guess what is going on down in the tap room area
6: um the more embers drinks the more she's getting really chatty and garrulous with your dad i think
5: and so then your son took the club club clubstone bat and hit it all the way out of the field we were playing in took me like 20 minutes to find the boulder you should have seen it
6: wow that's uh they got they got that's new to me this whole sports thing is it oh, fun yeah. do you play
5: i do pretty often i'll throw the old boulder around with with your son <laughs> great sounds great i mean usually you need a little extra space but uh i usually get mad at throwing throwing the stones around and uh, inside but uh yeah. It's a great way to just have an excuse to talk to somebody and get to know them uh, besides over a drink. What's wrong with drinks? Ain't nothing wrong with drinks unless you've got something to do later in the day. But I mean, as a cleric, I've got ways to solve that too. What? And he takes another big swig. <laughs> yeah. Following Bahama gives me the, uh, the ability a couple times a day to, uh, just get the poison out of your body and get you back into tip-top shape. So you can just not be drunk whenever you want? I mean, a couple times a day. That's As he uh, takes another giant swig. Yeah. Well, I'll drink to that. <laughs> Amen to that.
6: Bahamut Toast. be praised. Yeah. Embers takes another big, big drink of her.
0: Her own. Is Tuppence like playing actual songs or just kind of fiddling uh, with the strings a just little bit?
2: plunking around, but she's overhearing the two talk and she flies over and says, Hey, you're dead. How about, how are you arm wrestling?
5: Well, it's been a while, but I'm sure I could give it a shot against two.
0: Hey! Uh, Torin gives you a little <laughs> bit of a, a a look your dot and says watch out stronger than she looks she's actually undefeated
5: that is impressive let's go
2: there go there go the odds man you just you you in your mouth I mean yeah,
6: don't don't jinx it
0: Taran did I did I jinx it oh my <sighs> gosh uh, by the way your dot um I mean I'm not shouting into my Nike my mic my Nike that's not a word uh, anyways, I'm not shouting into my mic, but Torin is very loud when he talks. He's one of those like loud talkers. Um, yeah, yeah. So just whenever whenever Torin's talking, imagine that.
5: For sure. Well, if it sounds like fun, let's give it a shot. And I put my arm down on the table.
2: Thanks. Which one a wager?
5: Uh. Yeah, it's been so doesn't, long I def- forgot people wager on this. doesn't ah. have to
2: doesn't have to be money. Make it a it's
5: um, True.
6: Uh make it a drinking contest.
2: <laughs> um how about oh, we could drink if about I it. lose, I sing you a song.
6: She was and gonna if... do that anyway.
5: <laughs> well Okay. Then let's... I'll then if I lose. I'll do something that I'll probably already do anyway. And I'll show you around the city. That you said sound- you were new?
2: Uh, you know, that sounds like quite a deal. So, Embers, what do you suggest if you think I was going to sing already? Something else then? Um,
6: You should make him fly
3: oh
5: you can do that that is impressive
2: cool. cool i'm not gonna lose this so let's go all
0: right all right how did we do this before with rook was it just like a strength check i don't, I don't, want, I
2: don't want to talk
4: about it i don't remember <laughs> <laughs> it didn't happen oh i remember so.
0: that episode <laughs> have- no
4: you don't it never happened you took that one off took it off the list. <laughs>
0: I think that one technically happened off camera, but we mention it literally all the time because it's it's too funny.
4: It doesn't really matter. I think it was strength. I don't
2: know.
4: Yeah. I mean, it could be athletics too, but maybe strength.
2: That's how I got allowed into the Silver Seekers. I had to prove my
0: strength. So I'll let you two decide. It It can be either just strength or it could be athletics.
5: I mean, it's the same for me. So I, I don't care which.
0: We'll see if it gives Tuppence any advantage
2: um yeah i think i think it's the i think it's the same things okay. let's do let's do, let's do strength strength athletics check, okay. okay athletics right. ready uh,
5: the first one for me oh i already rolled sorry <laughs> i was excited how'd you guys do uh 15.
0: I got 14. Oh my God. Okay. Do you want to do best two out of three or should we do no, just it's one? A- it's
2: okay. Just one.
0: Okay. Then so I'll
2: be really, really, dad, really impressed.
0: Um, yeah. You managed to push the little pixie's arm down onto the table, but it is so much more of a struggle than it should be.
5: You are one of the strongest people I've met. <laughs>
2: He giggles and says thank you, and then she she um, sprinkles you with pixie dust, and you're off, you're flying. <laughs>
6: can I <laughs> can I say sorry? Point of order here. Something I'm not sure that happens. You have on your paper sheet. Are you looking at your paper sheet?
2: What? Yeah. Uh,
6: you have a feature called Jack for Trades, where any uh, ability check you make, you get to add half your proficiency bonus. So that was a 15.
0: Oh, so we so oh, we tried. <laughs> yes. So just flat, Man. even. <laughs> so yeah, I'd have yeah. been, I'd <laughs> have been uh, okay
2: with him flying.
0: The um, yeah, it's it's a standstill, and I think we need to probably roll off then.
3: Roll these. Okay. <laughs> uh,
5: I lose
2: sixteen. <laughs> Four. Oh, that would be that would be a seven. She time. goes undefeated. Oh I again. rolled a nat.
0: I rolled a nat one, y'all. Oh no! Boom. <laughs> yeah. So there's like initially more resistance than you thought, and that <laughs> totally shakes you. And you can just see this glint in Tuppence's eyes as her wings begin to beat, and she just floors your arm to the table.
2: But I actually I do it with my um mage hand.
0: Oh, oh well, yeah, with the mage hand. <laughs>
2: That's even better. (laughs) Nice to meet you. So, you're going to show us the city, huh?
5: Absolutely.
2: Fun! (laughs) By the way, thanks for putting up with me.
5: Putting up with you? You're a delight. (laughs) Both of y'all are. And I... I, uh clap embers on the back just a little too hard (laughs) (laughs) they're both so great
2: okay tuppy will land on embers and start braiding her hair and seeing how she's doing how you holding up
6: um make make an insight check
2: roll at disadvantage oh boy that is a great big six
0: hold on I'm, I'm gonna roll for Torin, but i just realized i don't actually have any dice with me
6: uh you're gonna have to do weirdly well because even at disadvantage and even with my negative two to charisma that's a 15 deception check
0: okay well digital dice rolled me a four and Torin has plus zero to that so okay. Torin um, is not noticing at all
6: Ember says she's doing great.
0: She's fine, Tuppence. Look at her. She could handle so much more than this.
2: Well, she's she's a tough kitty, that's for sure.
5: Can handle a whole lot more, huh? Another round then. <laughs> Another round. Keep them coming.
0: Yep. More gets more gets brought forward. Um, how much longer until Elwyn and Coco come down? What are you guys up to up there?
1: I did just want to check in about meeting with Kalea. Should we fight Embers on that? Should we try to talk her out of it? Or what do you think?
4: Why, why would we want to meet with her
1: exactly? Well, she's expecting it, I think. Embers was saying if we don't meet her, if we try to avoid it, it might be even more suspicious. And I think she has a point. But
4: I mean, I don't have to come.
1: Yeah, you don't have so... to come. By all means. Might be advantageous to get a lay of the land, and maybe I can get another read on her now that I know what I know.
4: Yeah. No, you guys can go.
1: All right. Not today, though. Today we're going to go research. Let's go.
4: Yeah, okay, Let's go. All
0: right. So uh, Elwyn and Coco, when you come back in, um, it looks like Embers has probably drank more than she was supposed to. And Tuppence and Torin are drunk too, I think.
2: No, Tuppy wasn't drinking. Oh, she, she was wasn't drinking. drinking coffee. right. She
0: just had coffee. So Tuppence might be a little jittery, but
1: <laughs> hard to
2: tell.
0: Yeah.
1: Oh my goodness. Uh, I just kind of give Torin a look.
0: He gives you a big smile and a thumbs up.
1: <laughs> Great, <laughs> just what I expected.
0: Uh,
1: well, I think Coco and I are going to head to the. Uh, Athenaeum to get started on that research we were talking about. Great. Do you want to?
3: Well,
1: do you want to stay uh, here or? How are things? What, what would you like to do, Embers and Tuffins and Torin?
6: Good being here. I like it here.
0: Yeah, Torin kind of uh, thinks for a second, says, I don't really have anything to research. So, yeah, I'll stay with Embers. And he kind of gives uh, Elwin a little wink.
1: He winks back, very <laughs> obviously.
2: <laughs> Elwin, would you like a little a little help? <laughs> little more little barrier. more help. Okay, I'll oh, tag along.
5: Yeah. Well, I did uh, promise that I'd show uh, show you around the city. You've missed that. She is so strong. <laughs>
1: Oh, I, I'm well. She's the strongest of all of us.
5: Yeah, but yeah, I bet. Uh,
1: she didn't. She didn't ask you to arm wrestle, did she?
5: She did, and she, she won. She's uh, the strongest. <laughs> and her winnings is uh, my personal guidance around the city.
3: Oh, you said
6: your daughter is the like good parts. B- she's gonna get to see the good parts now.
3: Lucky huh? Oh Empress. Oh,
4: You said your dad was like a pretty big built muscular orc, right?
5: Yeah. Like he's definitely definitely past his prime but he used to be like bodybuilder big. Wow.
0: Cool. So does does Vert feel not so bad now?
4: (laughs) I think there's just confusion. (laughs) Like Okay, no, no, no. Coco's gonna roll an insight check on everybody about the event. Did, like, did it really happen? Like, mm-hmm. are they actually? Did, was there a joke? As like, when they come back, let's tell them that we arm wrestled type of thing. So I'm gonna roll I'm an insight. I'm just choosing check. to believe okay. it. I got a twenty-two, so I already know. I already know that yeah. it's true, and yeah. I'm like, I don't. Well, believe and you this. have
1: firsthand experience, so you can't. Yeah, that's <laughs> can't like can't deny you that
2: okay i i think i just kind of practice in my sleep or something i don't know
1: i like arm wrestle
3: no why wouldn't you why I wouldn't think, you
1: i think your secret is that people underestimate you and they shouldn't all right well uh embers try not to uh Hold down the shuttle. fort. Yep. Yeah. And uh, we'll be back in a few hours, I guess.
5: Yep. Well, before I go, uh, drink up, kid. And I clap embers on the back again a little too hard. Uh-huh. And I cast Lesser Restoration, <laughs> which removes the poison, which also, uh, depending on how you rule it, Ethan, would get yeah, you not sure. drunk.
0: Sure, sure. Yeah.
5: Okay. <laughs> you are stone cold sober again from that Great. slap. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Good to know.
0: Okay. Um your dad, how do you want to take them through the city? Do you want to uh, you know, walk? Do you want to try and flag down a cab? Do you want to take the trains? You have options.
5: Uh I, I mean, I would definitely just ask the group like How quick do we want to get there? Do you want to see the city on the way or uh, just get there to the library lickety-split?
4: I'd like to take one of the trains if that's in route.
5: Absolutely. I know the train's like the back
0: of my hand, mostly
5: because I drew a little map on the back of my hand.
0: (laughs) Uh, There is a train station right nearby. It's probably uh, your dog, the one that you would take uh, whenever you're going to work. Um, It's called Gatefront Station, and you want to basically go, um, you know, north towards Venture Station, past that, uh, almost all the way to Alterside, and then one of the trains out of Venture will, uh, you know, uh, switch tracks, basically, and take you to Stewards Station, and that's where you want to get off.
5: Mm -hmm. All right, so I'll I'll lead everybody along this, and the entire, the entire train ride, just, and you see there, that the best sandwich place you will, uh, the best sandwich you will ever get. And over there, if you're looking for a very interesting date night, beautiful, beautiful place to be around sunset. <laughs>
3: uh, oh, wow. Love
0: it. The, uh, so to give you guys a quick description. I'm also
1: the- just for flavor, peppering with questions because I'm very interested in the city and what's here. So anything you bring up, I'll be just asking all these questions about it and trying to learn as much as i can
0: uh well it sounds like you've got a good guide for it um like i mentioned a lot of the train so the train stations are usually above ground platforms um and then each train has a number of cars and basically you can uh seat yourself on any car uh in them uh but but, but hold on a second i have a little bit of information here about the trains um uh, a train ride usually costs uh, five copper per stop. Uh, and you guys are riding one, two stops. So it'd just be a silver piece um, for each of you. Uh, like I said, they mostly run underground. So basically they depart from these platforms in these above ground stations. And then uh, the track will often slope downwards. Um, and your dad, you can explain that like uh, there are various vents throughout the streets above that allow the smoke from the, the engines to, you know, come up and not uh, totally, you know, uh, cloud the paths underground. Uh, but then eventually the trains will come back up onto bridges and things like that over the city. Um, and you can see more of these, like, stone giant statues, uh, like the ones that were by the gate throughout the city. And a lot of them are actually, like, um, positioned so that, like, they're holding up train tracks Um, or there's some that are holding up like billboards and things. Um, You even see one that, or a pair of them that look like they're supporting a giant water tower. Um, It looks like these stone giant statues are pretty common throughout the city. And the train begins to take you uh, pretty much along the wall of the city. Um, And as you uh, begin to approach Venture Station, um, the train begins to slow down just a little bit. Um, and a conductor's voice uh, kind of echoes out over a, like an intercom throughout the throughout the train. Uh, excuse me uh, pardon me passengers uh, we'll just be making a brief stop here um, while we wait for uh, a slight delay. Um, it's a, it sounds like the a train will be leaving uh, venture station ahead of us. Um, I'm being told that the emperor himself is leaving the city today. So if you keep your eyes out your window, you may catch a glimpse. Uh, And as I stated, we will be on our way shortly as soon as the platform clears. Um, And as you rush to the windows, you can indeed see uh, sort of crowding the station. There are uh, crowds of people trying to catch a glimpse of the emperor below.
5: All right. Who wants to see the emperor the most? Points to
1: uh, he, I, I reckon it's me then.
5: <laughs> I I put my hand out to you for like a, ha- a really hearty handshake. Like,
1: yeah, I'll take it.
5: Yeah, and I believe in your eyesight, and I'm gonna cast uh, enhance ability.
1: Thank you. Uh,
5: <laughs> so enhance ability. So uh, I'm not gonna
1: uh, cancel out my uh, mm-hmm. disadvantage from the yeah, them. So
5: day. owls, uh, owls wisdom. Thank uh, you. So you've got advantage on on perception if you want to
0: try. <laughs> you guys yeah. can uh, all roll perception checks, those of you who are on the train, if you want to try and catch a glimpse of right. the emperor down sure. below.
1: So it's it's still a sunny day, right?
0: Yes. Mm-hmm.
1: OK. So. Great roll.
6: Fuck. I was hoping that this was going to be a repeat of the uh, Redwater situation. Oh. <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh, and there's a warforged up in it's the, the
1: sky That speck up there. That <laughs> looks suspicious.
4: The yeah. I got a nineteen.
1: Uh, I got a
2: fifteen.
0: Eighteen. Okay. I got a fourteen. Uh all of you can probably um make out about the same thing down below. You can't see anything in too much detail. Um, but what you do see is basically a series of you know motor cars that are making their way up to the entrance to the station down the road, and basically crowds are being parted by imperial wardens for this um, motorcade to make its way forward. Uh, and when they reach the station, um, a group of imperial wardens kind of uh, you know rush around and open doors at one of the motor cars, and a uh, like a hulking figure steps out um, just. You can tell even at this distance, um, incredibly tall. Definitely, like probably taller than Embers. This person is standing like two, three heads above the rest of the crowd. Um, long, flowing red cape uh, off of uh, you know a suit of like gold and black armor. Um, dark, long hair kind of flowing down uh, to um, you know the shoulders. And a golden crown atop the head. Um, this figure steps out, and instantly they're like surrounded by uh, what look like elite soldiers um, who basically clear the way for this figure to uh, make uh, his way up to uh, the station platform at Venture, Venture Station. And I need each of you as well to roll a wisdom saving throw.
1: Oh, Lord. Wait, does elf wisdom also affect saving throws, or is it just abilities checks? Can't remember.
3: I, I
1: have that spell so I can let it look it up. Uh,
5: just Uh, check. It's just wisdom
0: checks. Yeah. Yep. Okay.
1: Well, is this a charm effect?
3: Um.
0: No. Well. No, I don't think so. I got a
4: 16.
3: Damn it. It's a 22 Fucking for your dad. Balls. Shit.
1: Fucking motherfucker. What was that? <laughs> Shit. I Yeah, I burned my good rolls. The first three rolls of the night, everything is dead. Sorry, I apologize, Jordan, for my potty mouth. Um, yeah, Get that's, me? That's I...
5: usually how I am. I'm just dad mode right now. <laughs> your dad
4: <laughs>
1: mode. Mm -hmm. that's a nine
0: okay and tuppence 14 um you can see this effect kind of ripple through the crowd below as like a number of people kind of instinctively like drop to a knee in reverence um but you are blasted by like this wave of like awe and majesty and um it like almost verges on like the same sensation like almost a sensation of fear or just like this powerful awe ripples over you and all the people in the train uh who are watching this figure ascend the stairs to the station down below
4: so none of us passed
0: none of you passed wow well, wow wow a
1: little bit better about that anyway it was a 3 on die. I'm like, are you kidding me? That's like the third 3 I rolled tonight.
4: Well, luckily it's on seeing the emperor and not passing something that's not possible. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um and before too long he's out of sight. Um you catch a glimpse ahead of um basically a train being boarded um and you can see that there are essentially like a group of wyvern knights uh who are at the station, and basically ready to follow this train out um, to leave the city, uh, and eventually it takes off, and you can see the train uh, kind of goes along the path that leaves the city itself and goes, um, you know, elsewhere in the world. Like your dad would know that there are trains over to Daegu from here, mm-hmm. um, and uh, those wyvern knights, uh, like a big retinue of them, uh, seem to be following along with the train overhead. Uh, and the conductor comes back on. Uh, this is your conductor speaking. Sorry about the wait. We'll be moving onward. Uh, next stop, Venture Station. Uh, after that, stewards. And uh, the train begins to roll forward again.
1: That's for flavor. As Ellen was watching through the window, she has her hands up on the window. And when she finally releases her hands and sits back down, it's like there's a, like a thin layer of frost where her hands were.
2: Wow. Did anybody else feel as Twitterpated as I did?
1: That's a word you for it. You never
5: forget when you see the emperor.
1: I wonder <gasps> what he's doing all the way down here.
4: Go arm wrestling.
5: <laughs> <laughs> that would be a delight.
1: Please don't tempt her. You'd don't win. Go, don't tempt her. Okay, you're so bitter. And that's something
0: I really want to see, though. Tuppins versus Emperor Stratos <laughs> in arm wrestling.
1: Something tells yeah, me that crown. sooner or later we're going to see it.
4: Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: Tuppins, the new emperor.
1: Those
2: would be some high stakes. Wow. Maybe Those have cows to have are a,
5: floating so high.
2: Have an extra cup of coffee that day. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> They're high stakes. Yep, Yep. and eventually the train kind of curves around the northern edge of the the city, uh, splits at a Y-track instead of going towards um, Alterside Station, which you know is where your son would have gotten off to go to the Mm -hmm. Chromatallic Shrines. Um, But instead, you head towards Stewards, uh, and you find yourselves... um, on the well-manicured grounds surrounding the Argent Athenaeum, uh, which, uh, basically, from what you can see here, is a um, a tall building that culminates in a uh, like a kind of a painted dome. It's it's very uh, decorated and ornate, um, and it's surrounded by a number of towers. Um, and each of the towers is, uh, you know, a, a pretty a pretty thick. Um, what's the word? Uh, radius diameter. There we go. It's a pretty wide diameter, um, and there are kind of pathways branching out from the central dome to each one of these towers. Um, and yeah, your dad, you you know this place well. Mm-hmm.
5: Ah, back at the office. <laughs> <laughs>
4: even though it's your day off oh no (laughs)
0: um and actually you know that the first thing that these people are going to need um if they're going to use the library's facilities is they're going to need library cards
5: yeah come with me we got to get you all checked in right i wonder if alanis is actually here she's great
0: Alanis would be, you know, the person you'd want to talk to, um, since she's kind of your, your handler. Um, you know mm-hmm. that um, library cards and basically, like, general uh, administration stuff for the library is usually handled by uh, Stuart Marble. Marble is his mm-hmm. name, um, who's an Earth Genasi man, uh, and he, he's usually found in kind of, like, the central dome
5: Let's see if all marble's over here at the desk. Um, marble sometimes rolls around from place to place, but usually we can find them at its desk.
0: Um, and as you kind of enter the, the big domed structure, uh, if you can picture sort of like the Library of Congress type of layout, there's like a, a central kiosk in uh, the middle, which is where steward marble usually uh, is set up. And then around that, there's sort of a whole bunch of, like, research desks. uh, And then there are, beyond that, just wings of stacks of books. Um, And kind of hanging from the ceiling, suspended above, is a uh, metallic, like a massive silver statue of a dragon. Um, And it has, kind of in its chest area, this large... uh, you know, light bluish gem that seems to pulse with energy in there. Um, and your dad, you would know this to be a statue of um, Argentum, the library or the dragon for whom the library is named.
3: Mm-hmm.
5: So I'll bring, I'll, I'll, bring everybody in and uh, hopefully head directly to Marble's desk. <laughs> yep. Or and, like
0: counter or whatever. Uh, Marble is there. Um, he's kind of a thin earth genasi man with like light grayish skin. It's kind of cracked in places. The head is just bald and it's very well polished. Um, uh, and he kind of sees your dog coming and there's an eye roll.
5: Hey, Marbs, how you doing?
0: I told you not to call me Marbs. It's Marble, Steward Marble to you.
5: I know, I know, but isn't all that pretense kind of ridiculous?
0: No, uh, it's not. In fact, it is um, a title conferred to me by the station. Uh, as a steward of the Argent Athenaeum, you know this. Yes, and you've worked very
5: hard to get where you are, and I'm proud of you. But also, I like to treat us like we're friends.
0: <sighs> Your dad. we are not friends. We are co-workers.
5: Ah, uh, you'll see.
0: Uh, who are these you've got with you?
5: Uh, these are some new friends of mine. Uh, lost an arm wrestling match to this one, so I promised I'd show them all around town.
0: Kind of looks uh, over at Tuppence. The squint. Yeah. w waves.
5: <laughs> They're looking to do some research, so we'll have to get them uh, all kinds of signed up.
0: Oh, I see. All right. Well, the process is very simple. Um, Marble kind of presents some forms for you to fill out. It's all very basic stuff, just like name and you know that. Um, and then I will take the small research fee, and then all I need is a photo, and we can put that on your card, and you're good to go.
2: I don't suppose we can what's a what's take a photo? The f-
5: I don't suppose we can take the fee out of uh, my wages, huh? I-
0: how many are here? Hold on. There's, uh, there's Coco, there's Elwyn, and Tuppence. Uh, Yorda, do you really want to take 150 gold pieces out of your wages?
5: I mean, I'm going to be working here as long as I can anyway.
0: All right. Uh, fine by me. I mean, I'll have to run it by Alanis, but it should be fine. And I assume if um, Alanis says no, we can just collect later? Marble looks at the rest of you. Of course. All right, very well, very well. Uh, then all I need is your signatures on these, and uh, for you to step into the booth over here for just a moment. Gestures to a small booth off to the side.
2: Um, what's in there?
0: Uh, it's just a you know plain backdrop, and um, I have a you know a, a photo box, a thimblefoot photo box, which I will use to um, snap a quick shot of uh, your visage, and we'll slap that onto your library card for identification.
2: Hmm. Does that sound normal to you, Coco?
4: Sounds fine to me.
2: This does not sound normal to me. It doesn't sound
0: natural. Well, if there's any questions you have, I'd be happy to answer them as a steward of the Argent Athenaeum, That is my what, job here.
2: Would it make you feel better if I did it first, Tuffy? Well, why can't I just draw my picture on my card? I mean how how many how many fairy pixie bards are there?
0: Um, Marble produces a sheet of like blank parchment for you. I'll judge the likeness and if I deem it worthy, we'll use your rendition.
3: Cool. <laughs> okay. <laughs>
0: Um, why don't why don't we do just like a dexterity check for that? Just to see how it turns out.
4: Can I help her? Yeah, sure. Okay. I
0: mean, what are okay. you doing to help?
4: Uh, I can produce. I have two different ways I can produce any type of tools, basic tools. So certainly, there's some tools I can make. You that can produce might be like a, a calligraphy, calligraphy set or set. like a yeah.
0: painter's set or something like yeah. that.
4: Yeah. So I can do that and be like, err, hey, maybe something like this.
2: Okay, so what kind of check are we making? Dex- uh, dexterity? Yeah, dexterity? I guess. Okay. Ooh, good thing. Um,
0: okay, plus two. So it's a 19.
4: Make her arms a little bigger. <laughs> a little more
0: muscular. Um, Marble holds the image up to you, kind of looks Flexing. back and forth.
2: She smiles real big, flaps her wings. Not this of little approval. Twirl. Fine. Fine.
0: This will do <laughs> very well.
2: Thank you. See, that wasn't so bad. Thanks for your help, Coco. Of course. And
4: then he'll, he'll Hand his signed parchment back and walked towards the booth.
0: Yeah. Uh, inside there's like a small apparatus with like a big light bulb. Um, you're kind of standing there, and Marble says, just look directly into the lens. And three, two, one, click. And there's a big flash. He blinks.
3: <laughs> yep. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry.
0: <laughs> Same thing for Elwin. uh Basically, you're told to look into the lens. Three, two, one, it's big flash. It's
1: the people who have the sensitive eyes getting their pictures. Yeah. Taken. Does Elwin blink so, too? Probably. That's real bright. So Perfect. Is this like...
4: Face, it's like, oh, God. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I will get those developed in the meantime you can take these temporary library cards and uh, marble kind of pushes those across the desk to you uh, the matter of the fee as I mentioned will be discussed um, with the senior steward is her title with the senior steward uh, other than that you are now free to use the Athenaeum as you please.
4: Coco's, like, much. slapping the dust trying to find it, like, okay, hold on, I'll be there in a second, like. <laughs>
0: um, I, I just want to check in real quick with Embers. Is Embers up to anything in particular?
6: Um, Embers actually, I think she stopped drinking when she got the backslap, because like, I think that helped her realize, like, bringing up helped her realize that she was on her way to doing something willfully stupid and i think like she just kind of like just fiddles with the drink in front of her and then just like pushes it away and says like hey Toran, i'm gonna i'm gonna go for a walk i don't know if you want to come with me uh
0: he looks around uh yeah sure if you don't mind i mean i don't have anything to do here all right
6: uh and i think she's gonna just walk across the city to the ethneum okay so she's gonna get there way later than the others, but she is going there.
0: Alrighty. Um yeah, we'll get to we'll get to that maybe probably uh, next week at this point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh you'll catch up with them over there. What would the group of you like to do now that you've got your temporary library cards and your uh pictures are being developed.
4: Well Tuppence is already ready. Yeah out. well
0: Tuppence, yeah but the card still needs to be created. Oh okay.
2: So. I'm I'm really surprised there's a lamination process.
0: Your... So
2: Your picture to be taken. What if they make duplicates?
3: I mean...
1: I mean, it's fine.
2: Okay. Yeah. I, you know. What if it steals your soul? Do
1: you You trust that machine?
4: Pats himself. I feel like it's still there.
1: I think that there are probably going to be a lot of things that we uh, encounter on the road, Tuppence, um, that could possibly seal our souls, and I don't think that was one of them.
2: How do you know?
1: Well, we are perfectly fine for now. I'll watch you. Okay. You know, you do that.
4: You could, you can see magic things too, Why do not you? Just check it.
2: I don't want to waste it on that. I'm just yeah, pulling what your I chain. Thought.
4: That's why I thought.
0: Mm -hmm. um as the group of you begin to make your way into sort of the stacks to begin your research for whatever you want to research um you notice more um of these stewards running around uh in this area you know going about the business in the library um see if i have a description of their outfits in general i feel like i do um maybe i don't uh they wear kind of like grayish robes with silver trim to them um and you can see that there are some ranks among them most of them have kind of plain robes but some of them have um robes with a little bit more like um you know silver trim to them and also they kind of bear uh the design of like a silver dragon on the back um and those seem to be, you know, treated with a little bit more deference. Uh, but the other things you see as you begin to head towards research is there are a number of uh, constructs, like, positioned throughout the library um, that seem to be made of this, like, silver metal. Uh, which they're very kind of, like, elegant and dainty. They aren't, like, big, bulky constructs in any way. Um And they seem to have these uh, light blue crystalline cores to them, um, kind of in the chest, and then also in the head, um, which look very similar to the crystalline core of the silver dragon hanging above the entire sort of central dome. Um, And you also catch a glimpse every now and then of tiny little bird-like constructs made of the same metal with smaller uh, light blue gems. Uh, kind of flitting around between uh, various bookcases, and occasionally one of them will be like carrying a book in a little harness from its beak. Um, yeah, what would you like to? What would Two you like to research
1: about these? How similar is the metal to the stuff that Vert uses?
0: It's different. Uh, this has okay. a very like silvery sheen to it. If it's not okay. silver itself, it's made to look like silver.
1: Okay, second question. How similar are the crystalline cores to the fairy crystal in my staff?
0: Um, Again, very distinct. Um, Distinctly different. Yeah, this doesn't seem to have that sort of like ice-like quality to it. Um,
1: You said light blue, and so my radar went ping-ping.
0: Yeah, but I think you have a trained enough eye with fairy crystal that you would spot the differences.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. I would notice it right away.
1: Okay. Thank you. Oh yeah, uh, well, we have quite a few topics. Uh, Tuppence, do you want to take doing research on the League of Terrors? Okay. And the uh, anything about, I don't know how, how common or widespread that name is. So you might want to start by researching the history of the world and the ancient monsters and, and all that stuff history of the world you can like narrow it down a little bit well, you I mean, know just like, a little bit. Like, like everything <laughs> well, is sure I mean... talked about with the <laughs> with the, the yuan t and that kind of thing right i know i know
5: i mean we do have one big book that's just the history of the world it's a pop-up book
1: <laughs> that might be a great place to start yeah. it's like for helpful. five-year-old
5: humans <laughs>
1: <laughs> and i'll i'll look at uh Cole, do you know where you want to start?
3: Hmm,
4: Maybe with this um, thing that we found back at RhymeStrand.
3: Right. Okay. Uh,
0: So we'll take these one at a time, and I think we'll probably end today's episode after everyone's had a chance to do a little bit of research. Um, Which one of you wants to go first? Okay. Okay. Uh, So the way this works is you're going to roll uh, an intelligence check. You've already covered the the basic uh, research fee for all your research here uh, by signing up for a library card. Um, But if you want to uh, add a bonus to your roll, um, you can spend 25 gold pieces for a plus one bonus, 50 gold pieces for a plus two bonus, and so on. Uh, up to a plus six um, to just sort of increase your roll. Uh, and then, yeah, depending on your roll, you'll get a certain amount of information.
6: You got that plus one from, from being in a bard.
4: How much was it okay. for plus six again?
0: Uh, so for plus one, it's 25, and then each plus one is 25 beyond that. Okay, that's quite a bit. Yeah. But if there's one that you like really want to research, you can go up to plus six with that.
3: Hmm.
0: Do
4: we... What do we want to... Do we want to do that? Spend more on something?
0: Also... Well, actually, you know what? Let's let you guys make those decisions throughout the week. Yeah, this is actually... If you guys want to have a think about it, decide what you want to research and how much you want to uh, put resources into it.
3: Yeah.
1: Do we need to decide... Before we know the before we see what we rolled, whether or not to pour more money into it, or can we? I'll say you can pour more
0: money into it after you see what after you do. you, after
1: Yeah, you. and
4: then is this one roll the only roll we're making? So can it be affected by things like I don't know if Bardic Inspiration works on intelligence checks or like guidance or like other? I would say
0: that guidance, in, I mean, it's an intelligence check, so yeah, probably anything that affects a check could help. Okay, that yeah. Uh, so I guess we'll pick up with some, uh, fancy schmancy researching, uh, next time though. I know we do have some schedule stuff, so probably not next week, but, um, likely the week after that. So, uh, we will be back with this more Monday, 7 PM Pacific time. Uh, keep an eye on our Twitter for our schedule information, Jordan, any final shout outs for your stuff?
5: Uh, I think I said everything. So I talked about, I talked about dice jailers. I talked about the Letter Kenny Talent Show. Uh, no,
0: nothing else. Sweet. Uh, well, it's been a pleasure having you. I'm looking forward to more your dad in the future. Um,
4: <laughs> and maybe some, uh, we, your son. I was about
6: to say, I hope we get to meet your son at some point.
0: <laughs> You'll meet your son for sure. I mean, your dog's no, son. No, not
1: Embers' son.
6: Yeah.
4: <laughs> what? Torren's your
6: son. When did Embers get us? A... That's crazy.
0: Uh, anyways, a... thank you to all of you who came to watch. Thank you guys for playing. Uh, we'll be back with more of this soon. Have a good night. Bye. Bye.
2: Bye.